This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson on your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome to The Drive. I'm Dale Lally here with Matt Williamson. And Matt, the uh, looks like, assumes, we can assume that Ben Roethlisberger will be back with the Steelers yeah. in 2021. We've talked a lot about this. I think uh, we've laid this out pretty well, I think, over the last sure, we've looked month, a lot of two months. Yeah. And money and you know, how do you replace them and all those type of things. It's, a, it's not an easy decision. It is and not. There's a lot and of layers to it. Yeah, there, there are definitely a lot of layers to everything. But uh, Ben Roethlisberger uh, meeting with uh, Art Rooney II on Tuesday. Uh, his agent, again, coming out, Ryan Tolner, and, and saying that, uh, you know, the meeting went well and, you know, we're, we're willing to do what we need to do to come back. And right. ben, ben said he wants to come back. They said they want us back. Art Rooney II then releasing a statement today saying that, you know, that he met with Roethlisberger. They're in agreement that, you know, what they need to do to win a championship, he's in. He's on board with winning a championship. That to me was the interesting part of the statement. Yeah, because one of the other statements that Art Rooney the second talked about after the season was, "Hey, we need to run the ball better." Right. That's been coming from the top lately. So right. I, I think part of this is, "Hey Ben," part of this part of the conversation says, "Hey Ben, I know you're quarterback. I know you want to throw the football." Seen what you've we've seen that, yeah, we but I'm the, sure they right. have the like we don't have the numbers of how many times a run play was called. Right. And Roethlisberger said, oh, walked up to the line of scrimmage, said, "Now we're going to throw the throw the ball here." Right. They're crowding the line of scrimmage, yeah. and we're going to yeah. And we and have no idea. Goes, goes back to 2018 yeah. too. You know. I mean, but was, I bet Art Rooney has a pretty good idea. I bet the coaching staff has a pretty good idea. Coaching staff has a very, very good idea. <laughs> and if Mr. Rooney says, "Hey, what? what give me you a checked out, here. You checked out of the uh, out of a run play." 35% of the time. I'm just mm-hmm. throwing a number out there. Right, right, right. Uh, we can't have that as much anymore. We're trying to protect you in these situations. Right. Even if it's super appealing, unless it's extremely appealing. Yeah. You know, and you got Claypool one-on-one on a corner that you want to attack, great. But we need to stick with the script and help the whole squad a little bit more. Um, less on your shoulders. We saw how it went, and... We need to change it, and we'll do our part and give you a better running game, or you know, try to build one for you. But I'm I'm sure that's how it goes. You know, I mean, if your boss asked you why aren't you guys calling more runs, and they said, well, they're getting called, coach. You know, they're getting, yeah, right. you know what I mean? Like I, I can only do so much. I that's can't the stop thing. It. Um, it's the, I guess the 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 blessing and the curse. Of, of having a veteran quarterback on the field. Right, and, right. And people can say, well, why don't, why don't you just tell him to run what's, what's, you know, what's called? You're still, you want to give him the leeway to, to hey, Ben, you're, the, you know, one of the things that we talked about a lot off, in the offseason, and the Steelers talked about it, hey, what we missed in 2019 was having Brent, Ben's brain out there. Exactly, exactly, right. You know, one of the Check things. Check into the correct yeah, plays. Put you in the put you in the right plays. Well, so if you're going to start second-guessing <clears throat> Every time he calls something different, or every time he checks out of something, at some point he's just going to go, "Okay, I'll, I'll run what you call, and if, if it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't." Yeah, I mean, because there, there's rules. I mean, you come up to the line and you get what you want. You check to the pass. Then 
But there's also the defense saying we want you to check the pass because we know it's going to be a short crosser. And right. We, you know what I mean? We're, uh, we 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 make you predictable. Or they'll show you something and they'll yeah. back out of it at the last second. You see a lot of that. And but my hunch is a lot of ties or gray areas went, went to, to the, the pass. pass. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that's the ones that need to change. And I, I'm, I'm not bashing Ben. You know, if if he had a, a running game, he relied on, he probably would be more. That's the able, thing. If, yeah, if, if he had, it. I think if he had a better running game, right. he would be more willing to do so. If it was 2016. Yeah, you when know. you have Le'Veon Bell. So I think that's also part of the conversation that took place. Like, yes. hey, we're going to get a better running back. Yes, right. Like, this is not going to be what, you know, this is not going to be what it was. The same dudes. Yeah. yeah. So to me, it makes it even, and you and I both, uh, we, this will be dropping here soon on, on Steelers.com, so I don't think we're tipping our hat too much, but people who who want a run, and we, I don't know what Mike Pursuit has picked yet. I haven't seen his draft, but we did both did our mock oh, okay. drafts and yeah, sent yeah, them yeah. in. Um, people who are on board with the Steelers selecting a running back early in the draft, I think will like like will like the, the direction that we take went. Take a peek at that. And, and yeah. not to mention the three of us did our, our running back triple take that was out there today <laughs> too. So you can learn a little bit more about the top guys. It's not a wonderful running back class. But there's more than just one. There is more than just one. I know people are centering in, well, they got to get Najee Harris. Sure. And Najee Harris would look great in a Steelers uniform. He would look very nice, yeah. But my guy Javante Williams is starting to push up some boards now. I've seen that too, yeah. I mean, he's starting to be a Gain real— Gaining some steam. Yeah, he is. And ATN, to me, is a really talented guy too. He's a little different than those guys. So I, I, think, it, I think it's a three-horse race with those three guys. Mm-hmm. That, I think any of them are massive improvements. Oh, without a doubt. Without question. Yeah. Um, I keep using the example of those of Elway with Terrell Davis. I mean, I think that's how you have to sell it to Ben. Is Ben? You, I mean, Ben used to tell Le'Veon Bell that all the time. I want you to be my Terrell Davis, mm-hmm. and he treated it that way. I mean, you think back to the two thousand. A lot of touches. Yeah, I mean the two thousand uh, was it seventeen or six? No, two thousand sixteen playoff run that they went on. That's when Bell just put the, the, team the on second half of the yeah. season. He's getting the ball 25 times a game. Mm-hmm. And then in the playoffs, even more. Yeah. It went to 30. Yeah. So they were treating it that way. Right. I mean, Tomlin has a history of feeding the guy. Um, even back then, they had D'Angelo Williams as a backup at one point, too. I mean, they were really solid, too deep, really. Right. And he was a good receiver. And I think and, you can do that this offseason. I think you can accomplish that with this team. Yeah. Because I, that I second so back, D'Angelo Williams didn't cost them a lot of money. No. Le'Veon Bell wasn't costing them anything. Comparatively, to, they paid him rookie, his right. first four seasons. They they paid him two point five million dollars over four yeah, years. Yeah. You wonder why he's holding up money. <laughs> you know, get beat into the ground and made two point five million dollars. Right? Um, no, you're right. I mean, Harris or Williams or whoever needs to hit. Yeah. You know, I mean, they could twist it. But the running, I mean, good. running back hit rates are pretty high. Pretty yeah. high. Right. Yeah. I mean. You'd be happy with Akers, Dobbins, Taylor, you know, and all those guys. Any of those rookies. They took even a while Moss. last year, but they were all quite good. Yeah. You know, right. Um, no, I think you can build a running game, not overnight, but have to dedicate yourself to it a little bit more, run the ball a little bit more, and convince Ben that's the right move, and show him this is this is why, you know. Yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, it's kind of a chicken or the egg thing as well. Yeah. Do you, I know there are a lot of people who say, well, you need to build the offensive line first before you get the running back. At the, by the same token, a great running back makes your offensive line better. I know. And I that's mean, much easier to find. It is much easier <laughs> to find. And most analytic f- folks, and I'm a believer of this too, that 
the O line is more important. If, oh, absolutely. Yeah, you you got to build it. And I got to spend money, and I'm just going to take. Should I use it on a tackle? Or should I use it on a center? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Running backs down the list. But I go back to 2018. I mean, I didn't think the line, I didn't think the run blocking was very good this year. I thought it was much better in 2018, but nobody would ever know it because right. the quarterback play was so poor. And the running back. You mean play was 2019? So 19. I'm yeah. sorry. The, the non Ben year, right? Yeah. 2019. That if they would have had, I mean, I'm not even talking Lev Bell in his prime. But I mean, a good above average back in 2019, it would have been a lot different. When too. when James Conner was healthy that year, they were okay. They were okay. They were okay. Yeah. When he wasn't healthy, they were in trouble. They were a disaster. Yeah. Right. So it makes you think you might. What about this approach? Like, so who's your Who's your two though? You know, like if you if you're going to be pretty dedicated to, we're going to use a pretty high pick on a rookie, and we know one's going to be there at 25 or 24. We'll probably leave this thing with a good back. I wouldn't hate bringing Connor back. I wouldn't hate that. I I, I would like to have a veteran back behind him, kind of right. like they did with Bell early in his career, kind of right. like D'Angelo Williams. Okay, you got the young guy here. He's going to need you, know, you need somebody in there, and you still have a very young running back room, regardless. And, and inexpensive. Yeah, inexpensive. Doesn't right. cost you anything. So you can go out, you could find a, a veteran running. You know, Carlos Hyde was $2 million for, right, the, for right. the Seahawks this year. Carlos Hyde would have looked great as your number two running back. And he's going to help your first round pick or early pick with protections and, you know, all those yeah. different things. All the little tips and well things right. here's, here's what to look for when, the, the, you know, the linebacker yeah. shows this and, you know, do this, that kind of so, stuff. So that's why Frank Gore's still in the league. Not because he's right. good anymore. He's yeah. a huge positive influence over everybody and he knows exactly where to go and all those type of things. There's more to playing running back than just being big and fast, you know. Yeah. So, um, but a, a guy like Connor or Jamal Williams or Hyde, you know, after a month of Pick, free agency, there'll be guys cut loose, like be crazy. Guys cut loose too, yeah. You know, with some size to them. I, I don't think that would your running back room would still be very somebody with a little bit of pedigree that the young guy is going to say, oh yeah, I, uh, you know, I've seen you have success. I, yeah, I've right. seen you. I've seen you rush for a thousand yards. Mark Ingram. And, yeah, or, you know, yeah, you know, that somebody kind of guy. like that. Yeah, I mean, without question. And then McFarland's your wild card third guy. That maybe the light turns on. Maybe yeah. he gives you something, but you're not counting on him. Because realistically, for me, if I'm the Steelers, I'm going into this offseason and I'm saying, okay, um, I need really two two running backs, right? Because I'm not guaranteeing Jalen Samuels anything. Or Snell. You're two years into Snell. I think. He does enough on on special teams that yeah you know but he's not in my too deep no no I'm not com- I'm I'm not happy if I come into if I go into training camp and Benny Snell is still the number two back exactly exactly I mean he probably makes the team right I mean because you do need your you know your backs do need because that veteran running back that you sign probably isn't playing teams probably not I mean the hides of the world yeah Ingram those guys aren't right. playing teams and Anthony McFarland he's, isn't he's, playing teams yeah, he's not helping you unless he's either. returning kicks. Mm-hmm. And you probably have somebody else that could do that too. Yeah. No, that's a good point. Um, yeah, and still, again, cheap running back room. If you could have a veteran that's kind of in the Hayward Bay mold of yeah. the running back room, but younger, you know, obviously running backs don't last as long. And the youngst, youngest guy is by far your most talented dude in that room. That's not a bad situation. It's not again. a bad situation. Yeah. Right. It isn't. I mean, and even – and you can scheme up the run game, too. I mean, your line doesn't have to be wonderful to be able to run yeah. the football. That was one of the issues with LeGarrette Blunt, by the way. Um, 
he was brought in to be that guy, to be that mentor type player. But it was his personality, right? But he, he was mentoring in the wrong way. Yeah, right, yeah, right, the wrong right. direction. Right, like D'Angelo is a much better example. Right, he was sure. a much better fit. So the, you know, you have to pick the right guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I think you do need that. Would you be know, useful. Yeah, when you have that young, when you have a room that's that young. But that young, right, yeah. and, and that inexperienced, and yeah, I, I think you're, that's a smart way of looking at it. That pigeonholes you a little bit, though. You know, like on draft day, what if we don't get our guy? Or what if this tackle that we can't believe is still there is there and we end up not getting our guy? You know, you're better somewhere else. Well, I think I think you need to be aggressive with it. Yeah. If, you, if you do go tackle in the first round, then you need to be aggressive with it to go get the running back. To get unless, you, unless you know, they maybe they have a better grade on some of these other guys. And, That's what I was going to say. Some they other, might like five or six of yeah. them, where we only like three, and we may like four or five by draft day, too. Right. You know? I, mean, I mean, there's some guys out there right. uh, that, that could be. Stevenson from Oklahoma yeah. or the Virginia Tech kid or Sermon, maybe, or, you know, I yeah. mean, some of those dudes. It depends on what you're looking for, and, and – that's the thing, you know, I've seen about, you know, Mac, what, what kind of back does Matt Canada favor? Well, he had success in college just in his last couple of stops with James Conner, mm-hmm. with Anthony McDonald, Anthony McFarland, right. McFarland uh, with Darius Geis. Oh, yeah, okay. Those are three different backs. Yeah, McFarland's not like the other He's others. not like and the other ones. Geis is more talented than all I, of them. I, I, I got, we have this thing on, on, on DKPittsburghSports.com. Um, that you can up cup or down cup something if you like it. If you like it, you up cup it. If you down cup it, you down cup it. If okay. you don't like it, you down cup it. So somebody asked me. Just like a thumbs up, thumbs down yeah. type of thing. Okay. Um, is Ben capable of running Matt Canada's offense? And I, and I said, that's not the question that needs to be asked. The question that needs – a good, good coaches adjust to the players that they have, mm-hmm. not the other way around. Right, right, right. You don't ask players to do something they're not capable of doing. Especially that's, at the quarterback. That's position. bad coaching. If that's you do that, coaching. you're not going to be around very long. Sure. I got down cupped like crazy. <laughs> Are you people morons? That's what I wanted to say. I didn't yeah. say this on there. And, and, and if anybody's listening who, who, who down cupped me on this, you don't know what you're talking about. Right. If, if you were a coach, right. and I, bring, I, I, I use the Rich Rodriguez Comparison oh, yeah. all the time. That's a great one, right? We have to. He, he takes a job at Michigan, which was get which was nine right. and four the year before he got there. They have all these high recruits as, as offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. They have passers. they have a pocket right, passer. Right, right. All that stuff is in place, and he says, "Oh no, we got to run my system." Yeah, his system was built to win at smaller schools that don't get those kind yeah, of players. Linemen, right, right. I mean, we played against him a bit. It was brilliant. <laughs> I mean, he, he leveled the playing field a you, little he bit. He fell in love with his system. Right. As opposed to adjusting. And they went 3-9 and nine the next year. <laughs> as for Canada and Ben, trust me, I think they need to marry their ideas. Right. You know, like, hey, I can make... This is what Honestly, Kevin Colbert was talking about when yeah. he says we're not going to we're not going to just simply implement Matt Canada's style and system yeah. overnight. You can't go out and get the players that he wants in his system overnight. Yes. So you have to adjust. Uh, there's a couple <laughs> really good examples of that around the league. Two years ago, the Packers hire Matt Lafleur, who brings in a Shanahan system, right. massive play action, and the old dog Rogers. Wasn't real up for it in year one. You know, they won 13 games, but he was nothing like this player. Right. And he didn't win. He wasn't close to the MVP conversation. He bought in much, much more. And they both came to an agreement. You know, like, okay, and I understand you a little bit after one year. 
And the same thing was true, actually. Shanahan's first year as offensive coordinator with Atlanta, Matt Ryan has come out many times and said, we didn't really see eye-to-eye that first year. The second year, they went to the Super Bowl and should have won it. Yeah. <laughs> and he should have won the MVP. I think he did, actually. You and know, see, like, I, I think here's where the Steelers are a, a step ahead of that because they've the just had the one year. Because Canada's, yeah, Canada's yeah, 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 worked right. with Ben for the for the first year. They exactly. implemented some of that stuff this year. They both they know each other, right? He was his quarterback coach, right? <laughs> you know, so you have those things in place, and you know, they, they were two really good potential Hall of Fame old dog quarterbacks that changed the way they play because the league is giving you those opportunities. You're crazy not to, yeah. But don't ask him to be Lamar Jackson. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know? I mean, right. good coaches adjust to what they have. Yes. You know, I, I, I equated, you know, I, I've coached baseball for years. I coached basketball for years. If I have a, if I have a team of, uh, if I'm coaching a basketball team and my team is, is I got, I got five, six, five guys. Sure. We're not going to be sprinting up and down the floor. We're not fast breaking like crazy. We're going to get in a half court set and I'm going to pound the ball inside. Mm -hmm. If I've got a bunch of five, nine guys, yeah, we're going to fast break a lot because we can't get into a a half court set. Sure. You know, if if I've got a a big lumbering baseball team, Mm -hmm. we're not going to be bunning and stealing bases. Right. We're going to hit, we're going to try to hit doubles and home runs. And think about it from Canada's shoes. Like you said, he's got a year in the building. A year in very close quarters with Ben and Rudolph at the time, but he takes the OC job a couple weeks ago or whatever, not knowing exactly who his opening day starter is, but pretty much knowing it's not going to be a great athlete. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, he took the job knowing that. He took the job knowing that. Okay, they picked up Haskins. Rudolph's going to make the team. Rudolph might be my opening day starter. It's probably going to be Ben, who I'm most familiar with. That's who I know. I mean, it's not going to be some super athlete. Now he may that. get now he may get like a you know they could say, hey, uh, which one of these mid round quarterbacks do you like this year? Sure, we're gonna we're gonna throw one into the equation here because you're gonna get and it again, might be Jamie Newman who's different than yeah, everybody, right? right. And yeah. you get that guy and you get to work with him for you know a year or two and, sure. and, and see what you got. Or Absolutely. they may wait until next year and say, okay, which one of these first round guys do you like? You know, exactly. to and be I that guy. That's how it'll go, right? And of course, he's watching quarterbacks as we speak, putting grades on all Absolutely. of them. Absolutely. Trey Lance happens to fall for some crazy reason, they grab him, and yeah. it's nothing like what they have. But, you know, I mean, you got to be realistic, too. Yeah, I mean, again, but that's that's just good coaches adjust to what they have, not the other way around. Not the other way That's around. how you get fired. Right. And it's different <laughs> in college. You know, I can recruit yeah. this I can go out and get. Athlete. I can go get 25 quarterbacks. We can recruit 25 mm-hmm. different athletes, and I'll figure so out where they're going to go. Right, yeah. exactly. I mean, in the NFL, it's like if I get a good player – I got to make things easy for him. It's like, you know, when I remember when, when Mike Tomlin was talking about Aaron Donald, when Aaron Donald was coming sure. out in the draft, and Aaron Donald didn't fit the Steelers' system. That's a, yeah, he, he didn't not fit, a 3 4. He's not a 3 4 yeah. guy at all. But Tomlin said, you know, for a guy like that, you figure out what you, you draft a player mm-hmm. and then you figure out how you can best use him. Because he's the best player, regardless. And of course, you might not have as high a grade on him as a pure 4 3 team because you right. do have a certain scheme. But if he's better than everybody, you still add him and make you know yeah. you make concessions. He's sitting team. there, you know. He go he, he went a couple of picks before the Steelers, but mm-hmm. if he's still sitting there that year at fifteen, they probably they pro- yeah. I mean, he, right. he just take the player. I, I mean, in, in that situation, <laughs> you just rush him on third downs even, or switch your defense completely once he yeah. establishes himself as an elite player. You yeah. know, so and they have already. I mean, uh, Cam Hayward and Tuit. They're similar to Aaron Smith and Kiesel and those guys, 
but not really of what right. they're asked to do. I mean, the defense has changed dramatically. They've, they've changed what they do because of the players that they have. Yeah, and the way the leagues go. Yeah, you know, right. Now they, you know, that now they ask those guys. You're allowed to rush the passer. You're not just holding up guys to or mm-hmm. taking on you know double teams so the outside linebackers can get there. Right. You guys to be playmakers up front. Yeah. It, it goes. I mean, it's the it's the old uh, when you have red paint, you paint the barn red. <laughs> right, That's right. why Tomlin says that. That's a, it's an old coaching adage, and it's absolutely correct. It is. If you if you have red paint and you try to paint the barn green, doesn't look so good. Doesn't look. It, first of all, it's not green. <laughs> and if they're paying you to, for it to be green, we say, well, I don't have any green paint. Yeah. You know. Well, and, uh, and defenses now are so less stringent upon that stuff too. You know, just just give me good players and I'll fit them in. And I think offenses have gone that way, too. I mean, very few teams are like, we need this style of running back. I right. mean, if they love Travis Etienne and have a top 10 grade on him or a top 15 grade on him because of all his big playability, well, we're going to run the ball a little differently than we had before. Yeah. Because they think you just you changed the way that, you know, okay, he's better in zone scheme than he is. Mm-hmm. Man, all right, we're going to run more zone scheme. We're going to run more zone. I mean, we got a young line anyway that we need to teach coach up anyway. You know, so uh, it sounds like there's good communication between – Ben and the team. And that's what needed to take place. I think that's, you know, to get back to our initial point, that 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 was all part of this. this, Because the contract stuff, to me, is pretty simple. Right. There's not many options with the contracts. Right. You know, it's not. If Ben would have balked at it and say, I'm not changing my contract, well, then we got a problem. But, you know, you're going to get your money. (laughs) Right. Yeah. I'm sure he's being cordial about it and all. I mean, he said something about, I'm not really worried about the money. Well, because he knows he's getting it. He's, <laughs> he's not playing for nothing. He's going to get the money that's guaranteed to him, however shape or form it's in. But we need to have some philosophical discussions about how we can make this offense better yeah. and make your life easier. We're and, trying and, to help and the, you. The people who say, well, he should just pl- pl- you know wave all that and just play for a million dollars. Would you do your job for free? That's basically what you're asking. Yeah. Right. A job that, oh, by the way, can maim you for life. And you've been one of the best to ever do it. Yeah. You don't do that. You don't ask, and you don't. If you're the Steelers, I don't know that you ask him to do that. No, that's embarrassing. That's a slap in the face. That's a slap in the face, right? And it doesn't send the right message to the rest of the locker room, right? I mean, you know, like it's that's not good for winning in the big picture or the team in the big picture. Um, yeah, I mean, so in the end, what we think is going to happen is he's going to sign a three-year deal, right? Probably, uh, probably, yeah, out. probably a three-year. That gets them again. That allows them to save if they if they just turn everything into. The signing bonus. bonus. Um, that saves them $14 million this year. That gets them under the That's salary cap. Yeah, it's a good chunk of money. Mm-hmm. And again, you have to ask yourself, you know, would you rather have Ben Roethlisberger at 14, you know, in your in $5 million less in cap space or no Ben Roethlisberger, you have $5 million more in cap space, but now you got to go sign somebody. You better sign somebody. you got to you you sign them because you don't even know that Dwayne Haskins is, is going to be on your equation, roster. Right, yeah. yeah. I mean – Unless they love, adore Rudolph. And I think if they loved or adored Rudolph, Ben might not be back. Right. You know, I mean, if they thought he was a star. I don't think any, uh, I mean, again, I'm the biggest Mason, Mason Rudolph guy that you'll find in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. And I, I mean, he's, that's, he's not, that's not who he is. That's not who he is. I mean, I don't think that's what he ever I think he's a, he's a capable backup. He's a guy that, okay, if everything around him is great, you know, maybe you're a, you're a playoff team. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about a team that's going to lose some pieces here. Yeah. That, you know, it's funny too because I don't think they would have traded for Stafford or Goff or Wentz. Guys have already moved. I so 
I don't think it was like, well, maybe we'll try this Stafford route. Uh, it didn't work out. We'll settle for Ben. Like I don't think they were buying that was their not, time for that. That was never or, on the cards. Yeah, you know, we're we're gonna go the Darnold route, and I, I just think this year was too hard. Next year you can. Yeah, you know, next, next year, year that makes sense. Of Wentz or Darnold. And as we're seeing, I mean, the last two years. I mean, last year at this time we're talking about what a all the quarterback movement that's going to take place right, this year. Right. And then this year, well, this is going to be an unprecedented year for quarterback movement. Next year What's be next year going to be looking? You know, right, it's the right, same right. thing. Everybody's looking for that guy. Everybody's looking for that guy. And we've always talked about the first-rounders that move teams left and right. Uh, Rudolph's going to be a free agent. You know, I mean, yeah. like there's other there guys will be there. guys available next year that, that nobody's even thinking about right now. Is, sure. You know, are the Raiders going to, you know, they, they could move on from Derek Carr or maybe the, again, we talked about Jordan Love. Um, yeah, I was saying, Jordan Love was about the name I was yeah. about to mention, too. Or. Uh, who's who drafts a quarterback this year that that uh, you know we didn't expect, and all of a sudden now that mm-hmm. you know who's maybe Herbert, you, or, you, you, know, you right. get a you get a, a a Romo situation in Dallas with Dak Prescott, where Dak Prescott comes oh, out yeah. and oh he looks good, or I mean, or, I mean think, Russell Wilson with Matt Flynn, Atlanta you know? drafts Justin Fields and Ryan's great this year, but you got Fields sitting there, so yeah. you got they move on from Ryan. I mean, there's a ton of different examples. They're hard to see today. Right. You know, I mean, who, who knows? Daniel Jones has a big year, but they don't want to bring him back. Or I don't know. I mean, there's a lot of different options. The league changes very, very fast. Very quickly. I mean, a year ago at this time, it was unthinkable that the Eagles would trade Carson Wentz. Unthinkable. Yeah. Um, absolutely. And even Goff. Or Goff. I mean, yeah. never assigned Coming off a Super them. Bowl. Right, coming off a Super Bowl. <laughs> I mean, but next year, whoever those guys are, whether it's via trade or – going in the free agent market or maybe even trading up in the draft. I think you're set up pretty well to attack you got it the that cap way. space, yeah. Right, right. you got the cap space. Much more so than this year. Yeah. He is Matt Williamson. I'm Dale Lally. You're, you've been listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We want to thank uh, Jacob Breck for keeping us on the air, and we want to thank you for listening to this edition of The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio.